Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey church, welcome to the Healing Place Church Daily Devotional Podcast. We're so excited that you're joining us today and we are really pumped about starting a brand new devotional series. We're going to take the next four weeks and we're going to do a deep dive into the person of the Holy Spirit. We are just, uh, we've been planning, we've been praying, and we believe God has something unique to show us. And so today's devotion is gonna be a little bit different. I wanna give you an overview of some of the things we're gonna be talking about and how we can engage in a relationship with the Holy Spirit. But let's dive into the scripture. And this one's gonna be easy for you to find. You gotta go all the way back to the very first verses of scripture. In Genesis chapter one, verses one through two, we're gonna start right there at the beginning. It says this, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters. It says this, and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. So right there, right at the start of Scripture, we see God in the creation process. It mentions God, but then it specifically mentions the Spirit of God. And so we are introduced to this concept, this idea that God exists in a unique form, in a form that is almost not even understandable. And so I want to talk to you about in the beginning, how we're introduced to the Holy Spirit. I want to talk to you about the Old Testament, and then I want to talk to you what we learn in the New Testament. So first, let's just let's just take a little bit of time to introduce what's going on here. So it says that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. Now, this word in the Hebrew language is actually the word ruach, the ruach hakodesh, the Holy Spirit. Ruach meaning spirit. In the New Testament, it's translated as pneuma. And both of those words mean essentially the same thing. They mean air or breath or wind. It's the idea that it's this invisible force, but it has this incredible power, right? You can't see your breath, but without your breath, you wouldn't even be alive. And so here we're introduced to God's breath, his pneuma, his ruach. And it says he is holy. It's a holy spirit, a holy ruach. And so we're introduced right from the beginning. Now, here's a few things that we need to know for this whole series that we just set a couple theological things um, in perspective. One, the Holy Spirit is God and is fully God. He exists as part of what we have termed the Trinity, that there's God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit. And what we see in Scripture is in every part of the Bible, all three members of the Godhead are in place. We see them in in everything. But the truth is, is that God chose to reveal himself progressively. You see, God the Father was the primary revelation to the Israelites, but then God the Son comes along, and he's the primary revelation to those living in Palestine, to the Jews. And then Jesus comes along, and he says, there's there's more. There's more to God than you even realize. And he introduces us to the idea of the Holy Spirit in the New Testament living within believers, but we'll get there. So first we need to see that the Holy Spirit is fully God, that he is part of the Trinity. The second thing is that we need to realize is that he is a person. 
It's not a force. How many Star Wars fans out there, right? Maybe the force be with you. Look, it's not some invisible force. It's a he. So when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we don't say it. We say he because he is a person and he exists in the Trinity and he has his own distinct center of consciousness. And you know, you read in the scripture, he has emotions, he has feelings, he has a will. All of these things come together in the person of the Holy Spirit. So that's in the beginning. Well, what do we what do we see the Holy Spirit doing in the Old Testament? Well, right there we saw that he was uh, uh, existing and being involved in the creation of all things. But we also see him in other places. We see him in the cloud that led the Israelites, right? The cloud by day and the fire by night. We also see him in the prophets and how he anointed the prophets and gave them visions and gave them dreams and prophecies about the future. One unique thing we see is the Holy Spirit would come upon special leaders and would empower them to do the work and the will of God. But probably the most important thing that we see in the Old Testament is that the Holy Spirit is constantly pointing us to the coming of the Son, the Messiah. So then we get to the New Testament, and Jesus is born, and he is the promised Messiah. And it's funny because it's almost like a little tag team, right? Because in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit says, hey, the Son is coming. Then the Son comes, and he says, hey, the Holy Spirit is coming. And so there's there's this preference going on between the two of them where they're always preferring and deferring to one another. And Jesus comes, and he dies on the cross for the, for the forgiveness of our sins. And he says, the Holy Spirit is coming. And so now, the Holy Spirit, because of the blood of Jesus, dwells inside of believers. This is a huge deal because in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit didn't live inside of anybody. The Holy Spirit could come upon someone. The Holy Spirit could give them power. The Holy Spirit could, could anoint them, but he didn't dwell within them. And check out what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. He says, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own. Check this out. He says, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. See, here's what Paul is saying. He's saying, look, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit dwelled in a place called the Holy of Holies. And now we ourselves have become the Holy of Holies. We are the temple and the Spirit dwells in us. Well, how can the Spirit dwell in me and not dwell in King David or Moses, right? Or Joshua, these Old Testament saints. It's easy. We are actually purchased with the blood of Jesus. You see, the blood of Jesus has paved the way for the Holy Spirit to dwell within us. This is both theologically important, but it is so practically important because now that the Spirit of God dwells within us, there's so much activity that is happening in our spiritual life. You know, you look at the book of Acts, and really the book of Acts is, is a unique book because it, it almost just kind of reads just like a uh, you know some tales about the early church, but really it's the early church learning how to live under the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is empowering the church to accomplish the building of the kingdom, the mission of Christ. But then we also see the Holy Spirit giving gifts. The Spirit is giving gifts to the apostles and the teachers and, the, and, and, and miracle power and all of these things. You see, the Holy Spirit wants to empower us through the gifts of the Spirit. But it's not even just about the external works. It's also about the internal works. I know I'm throwing out so much information and you're like, it's like drinking from a fire hydrant trying to understand all of this stuff. 
but I'm just kind of trying to lay this out for you because I want you to take this journey with us because I really think the next four weeks, we are going to go deeper in our faith as we engage with the Holy Spirit. But here's the thing. The Holy Spirit doesn't just want to have these exterior things like the gifts or the teaching or the, the, dis, the manifestation, manifestations of the display of the Holy Spirit. It's all about internal transformation. The Holy Spirit wants to change our hearts. He wants to mold us into the image of Christ. And so that's the work that he is doing. So let's do this. Let's take this journey together. Look, if you are a believer, if you have been purchased by the blood of Jesus, then you have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you. And you know what that means? That means you have the power to move the gospel forward. It means that you have the power to overcome sin in your life. It means you have the power to bear fruit for God. And look, whatever you're going through today, if you're a believer in Christ, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you, and you have access to the power that raised Jesus from the dead. So if you're going through something, my challenge to you, the application today is this, is just say this simple prayer, Holy Spirit, Help me to have a greater awareness of your power and your presence in my life. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you that when you came, you did not leave us as orphans, but you gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, thank you that you dwell in us. We do not deserve your presence. We do not deserve your power. But Jesus, you paved the way and you purchased us. And so just like the Apostle Paul says, we're going to glorify you in our bodies. With everything we have, Holy Spirit, we want to be desperate for you. We want to lean on you. Empower your church today to live the life that you've designed for us. Make us like Jesus today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.